This is the Disruptive Voices of the Pacific. My name is Letitia Shelton, the host of this podcast, and it's great to be with you again today. I have just recently come back from another trip to Fiji where we launched a book, The Disruptive Voices of Pacific Men. Uh, This book tells the stories of 10 men who have either been abused at some point in their life or themselves have been abusers. Uh, It's very insightful, the courage of these men to stand up and tell their stories. is just amazing, but these are conversations that really need to happen. And as I've said in past episodes here, um, if we can help the men, that will help the women. And what I've realised is that men who were abused as little boys, and if they don't get help, if they don't get healing from their trauma, they will then grow up to be abusive. And so we just have this vicious cycle that goes around and around. Now, two weeks ago, when I was in Fiji, we launched the book. We did a book launch at the Green um, House co-working space. It was a great night, a rainy night, but a great night where many members of the community came out together to hear some of the stories and to hear particularly what is happening with men in the Pacific. Our first speaker on the night Uh, was Jerry. He is the team leader at Lifeline Fiji, just a great young man who does a fantastic job. And he brought out the fact that last year from January to June in 2022, there were 40 suicides. But this year from January to June in 2023, already in Fiji, there have been 52 suicides. 41 of those suicides are men. And what we're realising is that there's just not enough safe spaces for men to be able to share their their trauma, their problems, their issues. Uh, We've created a society where for men to speak up or be vulnerable is considered weak. But that is actually the total opposite. Um, Speaking up, getting help is um, just shows so much strength, so much courage. And so I'm just going to play... Jerry's talk from the night, you'll hear him mention those statistics with some solutions and a bit of his own journey. I love that he's a local Fijian man who is standing up and speaking up and saying we have got to create a different way for our nation or our men just aren't going to survive. And at the moment, the breakdown of family, of fathers, of marriages, so much is due to issues that happened in men's lives as young boys And so this is something that we just don't want to be made aware of, but how do we actually come up with solutions and grapple with some of these hard things? Now, I just want to say up front, if you are listening to this podcast and you're a man who has um, been abused, whether you feel suicidal, uh, I'm going to put up some numbers with this podcast, but I'm just going to say right now, Lifeline, you can call, that's a toll-free number, 1543. Uh, if you're a child listening to this or you know your your children are struggling, the, the Fiji Child Helpline, 1325, or Empower Pacific. They are just another great resource in Fiji that offers counselling and their number is 5626. So please, um, this is time that we get help. It's time to heal. It's time to deal with those inner demons so we don't become the next rapist or the suicide statistics or, or the next abuser. So it's time for men to heal. Enjoy um, what Jerry has to share and thank you for tuning in. 
if I knew I was the first one to speak today, I would never come early. <laughs> but uh, on the other hand, um, I wrote down a small speech uh, since uh, Leticia said, keep it to five to seven minutes. I have a special relationship with the mic. So if I go longer than that, please, uh, uh, yes, ring that bell. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, um, it is with great pleasure that I stand before you today to celebrate the launch of Disruptive Voices for Pacific Men. Today marks a significant milestone in our ongoing efforts to create safe spaces for men to speak out on issues that affect their lives. For too long, men in our communities have been silenced by the stigma and shame surrounding mental health, domestic violence, and addiction. Disruptive Voices for Pacific Men aims to break down these barriers by providing a platform for men to share their stories, seek support, and challenge traditional gender roles. One issue that has come to the forefront in recent years is the proliferation of pornography in our society. It is deeply concerning to learn that Fiji is ranked in the top 10 countries in the world for pornography viewership. And for a country as small as Fiji, that is alarming. Not only that uh, we rank top 10 in the world in pornograph uh, pornography viewership, we also rank top in the world in other issues as well. If you've been uh, following the media over the last uh, few weeks, our percentage rate, uh, rate of HIV and AIDS have increased tremendously over the years. One of the other things, if we have uh, been consistently following the DPP stats over the last few months, rape and other uh, issues have surfaced and have increased a lot as well. And one of the things that we always, uh, for me, because I work with, uh, with Lifeline Fiji and also we deal with mental health and suicide prevention, one of the things that we have seen over the years as well is the increased number of suicide that has happened. If we look into suicide in Fiji, Compared to last year, <clears throat> from January to June last year, we lost around 40 people to suicide. This year alone, from, June, from January to June, we have lost around 52 people to suicide. And that is an alarming number. And also to put a much more bigger focus on that, 41 of the 52 completed cases of suicide are men. So the question is, why men? Why are we on the top chain of everything? Why are we so succumbing to this normal behavior that we have always tried to we have always tried to, you know, do it. We always try to think of it. And the question 
again comes in is that do we have safe spaces? Are our churches our safe space? Are our youth groups are our safe space? Are our women's club is our safe space? Is our men's club are our safe space? But one of the things that we have found out over the years as well is that most of our safe spaces have been the nightclubs. Most of our safe spaces has been that cigarette bud that that friend has offered. Most of our safe spaces is at that peer group that would take you in because you have succumbed to the normal things that they are dealing with. And to address this issue, we need to provide safe spaces for men to discuss the impact of pornography on their lives and relationships. And the reason why I'm bringing this over is that one of the, uh, during my journey, uh, getting into uh, advocating on mental health and working with uh, youth development and community development, I, uh, in, a, in a point of my life, I went and started my work with uh, these vulnerable communities. Um, and uh, um, I know, you know, if you're watching today, this is not normal, this is normal because I am someone who have been raised up in the village. I am someone who have been raised up at, the, at our hot homes in Fiji. And at a very young age, I would know that if I have to follow a certain peer group, I have to succumb to what they have. And over and over and over again, repeatedly, I've been with groups who are older than me, 10 times, 15 times older than me when I was young, who would gather around young boys and come and, show, and uh, gather them in, inside a house and also let them watch porn. And this is something that has been normalized and something that we don't talk about often. I thought that that only happened during my time when I was young. But when I started off with my journey on youth development, on youth development when doing my causes, I then realized that these things are still going on. And we need to stop it. Again, the question is, how? How are we going to stop all these things that are happening? Normalizing conversations within your families. Normalizing conversation with your kids. Normalizing conversations about sex. Normalizing conversations about relationships. Normalizing conversations that if you go through things, this is not the solution. 
at a at a very young age i was exposed to this growing up at the back of my mind i the the good thing was that i was i i was part of a family where my my parents were pastors and uh, my father was a talatalangasi and my mother was a randini talatalangasi but uh, if you're listening today and forever that is here I would say the most rebellious children are the Talatala's kids. Because uh, we normally hide uh, behind that curtain that we are innocent. But one of the things that we, that growing up uh, until when I first had my first relationship and when that relationship broke down, things from my past came back i started thinking of things that i was exposed to when i was young i had come to a place where i had multiple partners i've also come to a place where everything i do is normal it's not a scene anymore and this is why i've i'm uh, i'm pledging with you know all of us that are sitting and that are listening stop normalizing all these things start addressing it face front if you don't address it now if you don't talk about it now your kids your friends your families will hear it and will talk about it from somewhere else Disruptive voices for Pacific men is an important step in this direction by engaging men in conversations about mental health, addiction, and healthy sexuality. We can build stronger, more resilient communities that support well-being of all its members. Thank you for your attention, and I look forward to working with you in all to create a brighter future for Pacific men and their families. And before I end, one of the things that I would like to leave us with, and I would just like to tell a short story. Before I got married, one of the things that um, I tried to work on was myself. And looking back with all multiple partners, everything that I was doing, bad things that I was so succumbed to, I realized that I had to work on myself. I have to first heal myself from the pain that I was going through in order to go into this relationship of having a wife and having a kid. So to leave us with this evening, I would like to say a line and it says, goes like this, heal before having children. So your children, children don't have to heal from having you as a parent. With that, you're not gonna live. Easily, I see your suffering. I see the pain beneath that bullet smile. Come out from hiding, the sun is rising.
Let the islands hear reason. Let 